What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Balls, Sticks, and Fist. It's your favorite show without an intro. I'm your host, Keaton, joined by my co-host, Sam. Sam, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday? Good, man. You know, got a lot of talk about from this weekend. A lot of things happened. Yeah, a lot of things happened, and let's just get right into it. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with the Maryland, Maryland, Ohio State? Yeah, sure. All right. So, uh, kind of a tale of two halves here. Um, yeah. Ohio State 37, Maryland 17. Uh, what was, was it 17 17 and a half? Uh, it's 10 10. 10 10. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a disastrous first half for Ohio State. Yeah. And I like Maryland fucking up that, um, uh, like, third or whatever it was the first down where they threw it to the running back and didn't get a field goal off. Yeah. It was just terrible. Yeah. Not good clock management there. Um, Ohio state just started slow sluggish um, on all, on all three phases of the game. Uh, That fake punt really wasn't a fake punt. We got the alt 22 angle of it and yeah, the, it was a, just a bad snap. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the long snapper rolled it back to the up man. Uh, Never want to see that, especially at the P5 level, especially at Ohio State's level. Yeah, um, I was wondering, like, you texted me, what a f- bad fake punt, and I didn't even, like, have it on at that point. I was like, why would they fake punt it on their own, like, 30, like, well, five minutes into the game? Well, you know, on fake punts, like, you know, there's gap schemes for the, you know, for the blockers. Yeah. yeah. No no one was blocking. Uh, <laughs> no one was, like, blocking for a fake punt. No one, like. The upman, like he got the ball, he's like looking around, like there's like nowhere for him to run. I'm like, basically just gifted Maryland seven points right off rip. Um, and if, then if Maryland does, like if Talia doesn't throw that pick six and they get the field goal, like they have Ohio State on the ropes. Yeah, Josh Proctor's playing good. Um, he's kind of been like ridiculed as a safety for Ohio State in the past couple years, but this year he's been playing solid. Uh, I feel like sec- he's been there for forever, dude. Yeah, he he has, but like he's been he's he's been through the ringer, you know. And then, uh, yeah, I was getting like flashbacks um to like the Oregon game two years ago, in the second oh, yeah. half. In the yeah. second half, Oregon ripped off that like seventy five yard run, like right off uh right off the rip in the second half. But this time, Maryland had it. Maryland had the seventy five yard run. But Josh Proctor with the big tackle. He was the last man to beat and came up with the big tackle there. I can't they scored out the gate, right? And then Ohio State answered. In the second half. Yeah. I can't you can't quote me on that. That game's too too far in the past. <laughs> but it was pretty uh it was pretty one sided in the second half. I mean, but, Ohio State's run game though, dude. Like Yeah, it's it's uh it's trouble. It's troublesome. I mean, they were without Travion, but that's just not like a Travion problem. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's it's scheme <laughs> problem. Uh, see, look, you have so you have mine, Williams, and Chip were the backs on uh Saturday. Those are two like physical backs, and they're running them. They're east the to same west. running back. Yeah, and they're running them east to west. Yeah. You need to run them north, north to south. You know. Yeah. And then uh, the linemen aren't getting to the second level, so like it's like as soon as the backs reach the second level, it's they're getting you know the backers are right there filling. Because like even with a when they played at Notre Dame, I was listening to Joel Clad earlier, and he said you take that like one long run out by Travion, they they have like two yards of carry that that whole game. Yeah, the the. Big run by Travion against Notre Dame kind of like swept everything like under the rug yeah. and, like, the, in the run game, but they didn't have anything in the run game there. And like it's a problem that's been like reoccurring under Ryan Day. Like he just like not he's not like scheme in the run game correctly. Yeah. Offensive linemen aren't having any push. I mean, they it, did lose a lot of offensive linemen though from yeah. last year. Yeah, they got the transfer. They got transfer from uh, San Diego State, who's the most penalized offensive lineman in the NCAA, <laughs> like in, in like in his career. <laughs> but like I don't know, they got they got uh, the offensive line coach from UCLA like last year, and like it's just been like and with them, 
don't yeah. know what's I don't know what's what's been up in the trenches. Like in the trenches, Ohio State used to like dominate, yeah, I know. and, and yeah. now now in the trenches, like they're getting out. Sorry, Ryan Day, but you're getting out physical. It's on the tape. They're getting like out out physical. Their D line still getting like shut down for the majority of the part when like the D line used to be the ga- game wreckers. They're lucky, like their secondary's been playing out of their mind. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I know. Like uh, Denzel Burke, like I saw a tweet. It's like talk about having like two separate careers at Ohio State. Like his freshman year, he was like locked down, but that was like I believe his freshman year was COVID year. Yeah, and then like he didn't have as good as years like after that, and then this year he's like back to that. Yeah, he's projected first round. Yeah, he's he's been having good. Like the defense, like. Like they're like the only ones that kind of like showed up like in that first half, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like Maryland was running the ball pretty well. Yeah, I know that getting, first half. They were, and then it's that. like they you're just like fuck it, let's just throw forty times. Yeah, they were getting like easy five yards of pop every single time they they handed off the ball. Yeah, I don't understand what they were doing. I mean, in the second half though, they couldn't they couldn't do anything offensively, regardless of what they tried to do. Yeah, I just wish, uh, I don't know, I was, uh, Ryan Day met with, like, the media today, and I was just, like, going through, like, some of, like, the responses, and Jim Knowles met with the media, too, and, like, he's, like, yeah, CJ Hicks is, like, ready to play, but he's just, like, sitting behind, like, veteran players and, like, learning. It's, like, dude, play the best players. Yeah. We got liabilities at linebacker, and our linebacker's been liabilities for shit. Uh, I feel like still Chambers has been your middle linebacker for like the four years. He's coming up on year three here, but like he's he's a running back turned linebacker, and like he's a liability like in like the pass game. And then you got like Cody Simon, so you have one liability, and then you replace him with another liability, (laughs) and it's just like, dude, just play the best players. Who cares about like this like, uh seniority like politics like just play who who's the yeah. best and it's like same with the running back uh dallin hayden who like filled in last year whenever or like depth that running back was kind of he like, was the low. one playing in the georgia game right yeah he played in the georgia game like he went on a roll there he put up like i think 150 or like 200 yards against maryland last year and like yeah. three, t- three touchdowns and then he hasn't seen a single snap this year and then Brian Day finally got asked about it today. He goes, yeah, like, we just want to, like, save his red shirt and not burn it when there's, like, three guys ahead of him right now. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense regardless. It's like, dude's going to transfer, Ryan. Because like, <laughs> you get four games, right? Yeah. But it's like, everyone was worried about him last year, like, transferring after he, like, popped off because he's from, like, the Knoxville, like he's from like Tennessee or like the Knoxville, like Tennessee area. So everyone was yeah. like, oh man, like Tennessee's just gonna snag him with like some big NIL deal. If he well, stays if he stays now, like he's gonna be the man next year. Yeah, but it's like I'm like do you think he's like cool with like you think that Ryan like talked to him like and he was like cool with it? Like, yeah, dude, we're just getting red shirt. You're not gonna see the field. Like you're you're you were like really key. <laughs> you're really key in our run last year, you know, but like you're not going to see the field this year. I feel like you have to have those talks because, like, guys would enter the portal, like, during the year. Well, they can't now. That's They can't? No. The only time you can enter the portal during the year now is if your coach gets fired. There's windows Oh, now. okay, okay. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, like, windows so you don't have people just, like, entering the portal, like, mid-year now. Yeah. But I can't imagine he's half about um, – because Chip, Chip originally was – uh backer linebacker well yeah, he was like from he arizona was, he, state well yeah well he was running back at arizona state can he's fr- all right so he's from ohio yeah yeah he wanted to play like running back out of college <clears throat> and ohio state was like wanting him on the defense whatever he so he goes to arizona state plays running back at arizona state enters the portal ohio state still wants him on defense he comes as a linebacker the depth that you know injuries at running back whatever he has to go to running back, and then like he ends up having like some solid carries last year, and then now they've just like kept him at running back. I so, mean, he is solid. Like he's a good short down, short yardage guy. 
Yeah, I like him a lot. I just like, like it's okay, like to like have the carousel like rolling, like you know, you don't have to like stick to like. Like this week was honestly like the first week I really remember like mine getting that many carries. Dude, mine got like no carries against Notre Dame. And I know. He, he hasn't like it's like, dude, what's it going on? Like, he's like a guy like when you can't get anything going in the run game, you like give it to him, and he'll like he'll like break like a you know a physical run for like six to like eight yards. Yeah, but the scheme's just not scheming. And Ryan Day said in his post and his press conference today that I think I think our scheme's good. It's just like we gotta like coach it better. It's like, dude, your scheme's not that good. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. You gotta coach it better. Yeah, no, that's what he said. Is that he said it comes down <laughs> to us coaching it better. It's like, dude, you can coach it as good as you want, dude. It's just not a good scheme. <laughs> yeah. good- what were you coaching all off season? It's like, dude, like you're just admit that your scheme sucks. It's okay, and just admit that you're not letting Kyle rip it. Like, yeah, when Kyle rips it, he rips it. it I, I mean, he looks fine to me. It's just like sometimes just a, co- just a couple underthrown balls, and then not uh, taking unnecessary sacks. Like, if your reads aren't there, like, yeah, get get that ball like out or like hit your check down. You know, but I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see next week what they're. What they're made of. Yeah, dude. This Purdue game. This Purdue game, man. Not good. It's such not a good. bad spot just because of the game ahead next week. It, it's a terrible spot. And I sent you that tweet earlier. Every single head coach at Ohio State since 1947 has lost at Purdue. Besides Ryan Day. Ryan Day has not lost at Purdue yet. <laughs> so the, this. He hasn't even lost to an unranked, like, uh. Big ten opponent, right? Yeah, he he's solid in that uh in that aspect, but yeah, in other aspects, he's just he's losing sleep over something, dude. His the bags <laughs> under his eyes are are enormous, <laughs> so, so he's gonna keep on putting that scheme together. You know, he's like, dude, why is my scheme not working? <laughs> Maybe just try a different one. It's like, it's like, dude, like sometimes just let your athletes be athletes. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of teams that you can out athlete. Oh yeah, you know. So, whatever. Let's move into Oklahoma versus Texas. Oklahoma thirty four, Texas thirty. Um, what what was your uh, key takeaways? Oklahoma's defense is legit. Yeah, it's it's actually it's Oklahoma losing Lincoln Riley to USC. It's might have been the best, best thing best thing for them. Yeah, it really like, is. Like last year, no, because, you know, injuries, portal, I mean, whatever. He, he didn't get his guys. Yeah. 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 But this year, it's like paying off like tenfold. Oh, yeah. Because they still have a, like an explosive offense. Yeah, but their number one receiver is out for the year now. That, uh, yeah. whatever his name, I forget. Baruch or I don't know. Yeah, I forget but, his name, but he leaves them and receive. He's out for the year, but. I mean, they had a lot of guys come in and make big plays during that game. I mean, Gil- Dylan Gabriel, they'll miss some key throws that let Texas kind of crawl back into the thing. That's the that's the one knock on Dylan Gabriel. Like he'll miss like he'll miss the wide open guys. Yeah, but he'll 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 fit a ball through like two defenders, no problem. You know, when he needs to be like really accurate, boom. But when he's got someone like open, like there's a chance he's missing them. Yeah, I know. There there were like uh two or three throws in, like, that fourth quarter where, like, if he just puts a little bit of touch on it, it's a completion, but he throws it 100 mile an hour. Yeah. Uh, kudos for Texas, though, this being in the game late, even ha- after having, like, three three TOs. I mean, uh, Oklahoma gave up so many points, really just to, like, special teams. Yeah. I was, like, it was, like, on. so I had that two TV set, set up or whatever. And I was paying way too much attention to the Ohio State uh Maryland game. But yeah. Oklahoma's special teams, man. That kicker got his kick blocked and then the very next punt he punts it like five yards. Dude, I've like every single time I've watched Oklahoma this year, like their punt team is just atrocious. And it's like, dude, you need good team like to win a championship, you need to be good in all three phases. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 
because like the the room for air is like real small. He's pulling out of the back of his end zone, just taking his good old time. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, back back of, back <laughs> of the hey, back of the end zone. He's he's flipping the ball, making sure he ain't hitting laces. And then like it's like before he even started taking his steps, like he was like making sure the ball was like the laces were up. It's like, dude, yeah, it's one stepping out in the back of the end zone, you know. What do you, what do you think about Texas? Do you think they're a little overrated? I was gonna ask you since you probably were paying more attention to the Texas Oklahoma game like through four quarters, like yeah, the, w- down the stretch I was paying more attention to it. But so you know Brandon Fitzgerald from Barstool. Oh, uh, uh, Walker, you mean? Yeah, Brandon Walker. Who's yeah, Brandon, yeah, yeah. Who's Brandon, Brandon Fitzgerald's like? So he's. Oh, I have he, no idea. I think he's a UFC like. Uh, He's he's a commentator for the UFC on some of the smaller cards. Yeah, Brent, Brent, Brandon Walker. Uh, he tweeted that Sarkeesian coach like a little bitch, like down the. Is yeah, the... I saw a bunch of people saying that. I mean, I never really like thought about it. I guess. I don't know. I mean, whenever they took shots, like Worthy was making plays. Yeah, I, I was know. like, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't really I get that impression though. Yeah, I saw. I was like, I don't. Is like Sarkeesian just like the scapegoat on this? Like his team turned over the ball like three times. Like yeah, like that first pick by from Quinn Ewers was like a Stevie Wonder pick. Like I don't know what he was looking at. Yeah, that was like on the like, first drive of the game. No. Yeah, it was like the it was the second play of the game, not counting a kickoff. I wouldn't write Texas off yet, though. I think no, because they can... they're gonna rematch them. Yeah, they're gonna rematch them in the unless Texas like the wheels start falling off now, which I don't think is going to happen. I think this Texas team's way different than the previous Texas years. I know but, it just happens every freaking year. Like, yeah, but they're going to, they're going to end up rematching the big 12 championship game. And I think Texas gets their lick back. Okay. If that happens, who do you put in? Like, both? you got to put, you got to put in the recency bias. Yeah. I mean, you it have was to, week, but it was week six. Now yeah. it's week. Now it's, you know, conference championship week. And it, it also it sucks because, like, I was just gonna say, can do you put both in, but you really can't because. Well, the Pac-12 is getting left. The Pac-12 is getting left out this year. You think? Yeah, we'll get into that later, but that's my prediction. Pac-12 is not getting a team in this year. They're all gonna knock each other off. I know, but yeah, because I don't know. It's gonna be really interesting to see, well, like, we'll, most of these games. We'll get into USC like after this shit, but. Uh, LSU 49 at Missouri 39. I mean, Connor Cook literally single-handedly sold this game for Mizzou. I know that his defense didn't get him like didn't give him any favors, but like he missed some throws. He threw bad pick, you know. Yeah, I mean that game is just like I think we kind of expected it to just be like this because LSU's defense is so bad, dude. Any LSU game. Put it on, put it on, just put it on and just enjoy because it's going to be back and forth. Jaden Daniels is going to put up. Is it Jaden or Jay? It's Jaden, right? Yeah, it's Jaden. I get, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Jalen is Kansas. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get like the J, Jays mix, but Jaden Daniels is going to put up yards. They're going to score points. They're going to let up a shit ton of points. And yeah. <laughs> That's literally every single game they played so far, except for Florida State. They just didn't score. Yeah. Rest in peace to our Mizzou uh, plus five and a half betters. Uh, yeah, that was terrible. Such a bad beat. I, I feel for you guys. Uh, but that's the name of the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Washington State 17 at UCLA minus oh, 25. One of the worst things I've ever watched in my life. I mean, we. We talked about it on Thursday on how we felt like little rats chasing the cheese. Yeah, and this was like, definitely this was definitely a rat chase. If they got beat though, I did not expect it to be like this. You know what I mean? Dude, Vegas knew something because I wasn't expecting Washington State's offense to be non-existent. Like I didn't watch. It the wasn't game. even like non-existent, dude. It was like the worst off. Like I watched like the fourth quarter on like a streaming site because obviously we couldn't get it. And dude, they couldn't even move the ball at all. I want to see how many first downs. Hey, shout out to Pac-12. This is very smart. No one has the Pac-12 network. And all their games this weekend was on the Pac-12 network besides one. And it was at 1030 at night. <laughs> so so shout out to the Pac-12 for just sweeping this under the rug. 
Yeah, I, they had 200 total yards of offense. I, I can't seem to find how many first downs they had. Dude, that's, like, so surprising because every single time I've watched Washington State, they've been able to, like, move the ball, like, like they could have no they could have just put them away early, bro. Like UCLA could not do anything. And then they get the they get the interception, the eighty eight yard interception at ha- before halftime. And I'm like, okay, they like they're just gonna roll now. Like, yeah, that's usually fight. like a like a turning point, you know. Yeah, and then UCLA goes three now to start. And then uh, their first two drives, they had negative eighteen yards. <laughs> like it was just awful. That's uh that's disappointing to hear because I was I was really liking Washington State and uh maybe they do belong in the Mountain West, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um Alabama twenty six at Texas A and M twenty. Uh I mean I love Bama at minus one against uh A and M. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it uh went down so much. Yeah, it moved. It moved to like two and a half. But on on Thursday when we recorded, it was minus one. Then then it moved to two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of people uh, bashing Jimbo. I don't, I don't know why. I I watched. He he didn't get it. He didn't go for it on a fourth and one, and he said, "Well, if it was fourth and inches, I would have went for it, but it was fourth and one." It's like, I don't know, dude. Why would you even say that? Dude, Milro loves throwing the ball to Burton. This is like number one target. It's like the, the one. I, I didn't uh I didn't focus in on this game. I was watching that Kansas game. Dude, the Kansas game was done at half. I know, and then I like uh I went somewhere and I didn't get to see the second half of the Bama game. Well, did Milro play good? I saw him like throw a cup uh, or pick or two. Yeah, he? He, yeah, he had a pick. Uh, I think it was just one, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a overly like exciting game. I think he threw a pick and then Bama got the ball. I'm trying to recall. I think they forced a turnover off off the sudden change. I think it was two sudden changes back to back. Yeah, but yeah, because I had the baseball game on the first half too. What the fills? No, um. The Phillies were playing when the game was in like the fourth quarter, but it was like the Orioles game or whatever. Yeah, shout out the Phils blowing a four zero. Oh no, dude, it that was actually heartbreaking because yeah. I have a I have a twenty seven to one future on them winning the World Series. Dude, they, they they can't go they can't go back to Atlanta. They need I know. Clo- they need to close out these next two. Yeah, but that would have been a lot easier if they uh if they didn't blow that uh yesterday. That was the best game of this uh playoff, so like every game has been a blowout. Yeah, I know it was fun. <clears throat> Castellanos almost had it in the gap. And oh you know, I thought that was know, dropping. Dude, Harper Harper, you could tell Harper like thought and you know Harper on the base pass a freaking maniac. Yeah. Well you you have to go anyways because like if that gets caught, like you're basically lost the game already. Yeah, anyways. yeah. But all right, back to football. Um I don't really have much to say about the Bama Texas A and M game. But... Yeah, kind of like we we thought, like we both thought Bama was going to win this. Yeah, um, but Texas A and M always plays them tight. Yeah, so this next game we thought was going to be a lot tighter than what it was. Uh, Kentucky thirteen at Georgia fifty one. Yeah, I mean Kentucky's just frauds every single year. But yeah, they I had saw... chances to score early and like keep up with Georgia, but like. They just kept getting penalties and then no, it was number stupid dude, stuff. Dude, number sixty-two on the offensive line for Kentucky killed their first two drives himself. Was that the dude who just dove on the back <laughs> of that? It was lineman. He did that, and he had, and he did something. I think he had like a holding too, or he had something stupid. And the first two drives that they were they were moving the ball, and he killed those first two drives himself. Like single-handedly, yeah. number sixty-two killed those first two drives. And they scored three touchdowns on their first three drives. Yeah, it was. It's like I saw a tweet. It said, uh, "We we do this with Kentucky every year." Yeah, I mean that uh, that win though, like, still doesn't make me change my mind about Georgia. No, not at all. It's like okay, like I watched the game and it was like their defense is not dominant like they usually are. No, I don't. 
And I mean, I know Brock Bowers had what, like 150? 130 132. It's like, stop letting this tight end beat you. Like, it's like, yeah. stop, do, stop doing it. I don't know. Every time you want, it's like Travis Kelsey, dude. It's, he's just open every single time he throws the ball. Teams aren't scheming for it. Like, like nowhere 19's at at all times. Like, that's Carson Beck's favorite target. Yeah. Like, you you know his first read always, his first, where his eyes go, is always going to be on uh, on Brock every single time. The sad thing is, though, like, we can't even, like, see what they're made of until maybe they play Bama on the SEC championship. Yeah, and then guess what? They're going to be fucking, tw- say they lose to Bama in the SEC championship, they're going to be 12 and 1. And guess what? They're still going to be in the fucking playoff, and they're still going to take up a fucking spot from someone else. I know. We need them to lose to, like, Florida and just... Dude, Florida ain't beating fucking... Florida can't... <laughs> Dude, you, you, throw a, you throw a bag of rocks on the field, and fucking Florida can't beat them. <laughs> uh, their only other... They play at Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, at Tennessee, at Georgia Tech. I mean, they got Vanderbilt this week, but Vanderbilt's terrible. Yeah, they're starting like there's. I saw they're starting like their second string, dude. All right, I'll Tennessee. All right, I per... Tennessee in Knoxville night game. Give me the give me the Vols. I don't know. Joe Milton just does not look good. Give me give me Ole Miss too in Athens. You're taking Ole Miss in Athens. I'm taking and then. Maybe Mizzou and Athens too. Missouri might be their best. I don't know. Dude, Mizzou couldn't. Yeah, I don't know. Mizzou played them tough last year at home, though. Yeah, that's why everybody was like kind of high on Missouri going into this year. But look at this freaking schedule, dude. Look at it. I mean, like, there's nothing the you thing can is, this hold is against be, them, though. This is I know this is gonna be a ranked win too. Yeah, that's so stupid. It's like it takes away Ohio State's ranked win against Maryland because they weren't ranked, but Kentucky was freaking ranked. After beating a ranked freaking Florida team, whatever. Devin Leary just like is not Devin Leary it's from NC State. Yeah, it's not good. Like he's miss, he's missing, and he's missing like a lot, dude. Like that uh, was it the first drive where he missed that guy wide open. I think it was he, the second. Yeah, that was terrible. It was, yeah, but. Yeah, he did have a rough year last year, actually, but he was good the year before that. He had thirty four hundred yards and thirty five touchdowns. The two years ago, that's when they beat. That's when they beat Clemson at home in OT, right? Um, I think that was was that or was that COVID? I can't remember. No, 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 no. There was there was people in the stands. Okay, yeah, because that's when um, I had I remember the parlay I had. It was Purdue money line. It was like Clemson, and then it was, uh, uh, it was like a five or six legger. Yeah. The, the last leg, like Purdue, like had like this like last second win against some other Big Ten. I forget. Really good game. Purdue pulls it off. The last leg was Clemson, money line against NC State, and that's yeah. when NC State's kicker missed like three field goals against Clemson, and then it goes to OT. And Clemson was it Justin Ross who dropped the pass in the end zone? Bro, it was like the worst. It was the worst four plays in OT I've ever seen because <laughs> because NC State scored on like their first their first like play like on a go, on yeah. a go route, and then like Clemson just had like terrible. Yeah, it was Justin Ross in the corner was the fourth. Was it down. Justin Ross or Kane? It was Ross. Okay, it it was Ross. Uh, I'm like ninety five percent sure, and he had like. He he showed no effort towards the ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember he, that. That was like their second loss on the year, wasn't it? Yeah, he was selling like he was trying to sell a PI or something, but he didn't fight to get back to the ball at all. And yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that. Um, kind of off topic, but uh, <laughs> where are we at? Syracuse. Uh, yeah. Uh, Final recap on that on the Georgia game. Not sold on Georgia. They no, been, Kentucky they stinks. They could have beat Kentucky one hundred nothing. I still want to be sold on Georgia. I mean, like I guess, like yeah, their offense looked good, but like Kentucky's defense wasn't supposed to be that great. 
see what Mark Stoops said? He said, yeah, he they said, buy you, their you, players. No, he said, you got a problem with it. Donate more to our program. Like Kentucky's yeah. got, you know, I'm sure Kentucky can get some big donors down there. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, they get them for basketball. Yeah. Um, Moving on, Syracuse 7 at North Carolina 40. Uh, It's officially the, I'm officially putting to bed my Syracuse fandom for the year. Um, It was fun while it lasted. It's always, it always goes this way with Syracuse. It's fun like the first three to four weeks of the season. <laughs> and then, and then they play someone, they played like back to, they play some legitimate teams and they, and they get put back in their Syracuse place. So, I mean, uh, ever since that App State game, North Carolina has been rolling. Yeah. And then they do. I, I know you didn't watch the pit North Carolina. I'm sorry to bring up Pitt, but Pitt played them tough in the first half. And then they made no adjustments in the second. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't get to watch this game at all. Every time, like when I thought about putting it on, it was already like twenty four nothing. Did yeah? I just I had it on the multi view. Yeah. And then once it like was like out, then I went to I went to a single screen on the Bama game, and then whatever it was single screen on the Bama game. Then other screen was single on uh, the Kansas UCF game. But uh, so it just it just got brought up, but. Jakovic, uh, Narduzzi was asked about Jakovic moving to tight end, and he was like, "Uh, no." <laughs> you could tell, like, uh, he's like, "No, I'm focused on Phil, like, being a quarterback." And you can tell. I know this is kind of off topic, but you can tell that Phil getting benched was not Nar was not Narduzzi's uh, idea at all. Yeah, like he's like still like standing with them, like. No, like he's obviously not gonna throw him under the bus, but you can yeah. tell you can tell by his like comments that uh it was he wanted to stick with him. He wanted to stick with them. Um but we'll get in that a little later because they play No, later. we're not we're not talking about Pitt today. Not today, I'm saying on Thursday because they okay. play a they play a top twenty five they play a top fifteen team in Louisville. Yeah, on uh, the C W. Yeah, yeah, on the C W network at six thirty. Uh all right, going into uh, UCF 22 at Kansas 51. I mean, I don't know how UCF was uh, road road favorites against Kansas, but yeah, we'll, we'll take it, though. Kansas hey. can, can run the ball on pretty much anybody, I feel like. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't, like, lay the hammer on Kansas because it was pretty... Same. I was just, like, really, like, concerned considering uh, what's-his-face was out and... They he's not terrible he, last week. He's not playing this week too. It like he's still. Uh, I know. I mean, you can't play him this week. You just gotta hope he's back for Oklahoma. Yeah, but the thing is, with back problems, I just don't like. Solve, I know. You know, it's just gonna be nagging for like. For you know, like you know, he could be feeling great during the week, and then it just locks up on him. Fucking Saturday, yeah. Saturday morning, you know. I mean, I guess this kid at least he's getting quality reps. I mean, he did last year too. Yeah. He played in one of their biggest games last year, no? Against uh Yeah, he, he had to come in and TCU. Yeah, against TCU, that's what it was. Uh, that was like uh that was almost a year ago now. I just yeah. I was... probably over. No, it was like last week, a year ago. Oh it was. Yeah. I just I just remember because I was in Louisville and it was like this time it was like last week last year. But uh Moving on to our last game to recap, Notre Dame 20 at Louisville 33. I mean, guys, I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me Notre Dame's not good. Don't yeah. tell me Don't tell me Ohio State's wins invalid. This is Notre Dame's third straight night game against a ranked opponent. Back-to-back back weeks on the road against top 20 teams. And then three They were straight, just worn down. Like Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's three... This was their third straight week. They played Ohio State, then they played Duke, then Louisville, and then they have USC this weekend. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier because I think they continue through the gauntlet, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they have uh, – let's see. Let's see here. Yep, yep, it definitely continues the gauntlet because then they have Pitt uh, the following week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then and, well, well, they they have a buy after USC, and then okay, get some. Yeah, get some, I mean they'll some, be right for Pitt, you know. Get some right for Pitt, 
and then uh, Clemson, Wake, Stanford. Clemson will be a, a, a good game. Yeah, same with the Pitt game um, and the USC game. Yeah, I'm not even going to argue about that because I do not want to talk about Pitt. <laughs> Dude, you just can't escape them, man. They're the best one in four team in the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you think about the Louisville-Notre Dame game? I mean, it just looked like Notre Dame had no juice in the second half. I mean, you can't play two straight games, like, down to, like, literally the last play and yeah. expect to have your legs underneath you. Yeah. Louisville looked way better this week than they did against NC State. Yeah, they, they were ready for this for sure. Yeah. Hopefully they show up next week in the act, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean tough... it's pretty much smooth sailing from here on. Where after Duke, for who Louisville? Yeah, I mean they play Miami, but <laughs> they can make it into that SEC ACC championship. Yeah, but they had dude. I'm telling you, this game against Pitt's a trap trap game. You think Pitt's gonna give them a game? Well, Pitt's coming off a bye. I know, but. But all right, the, you all can't right. get a quarterback off the bye. Oh, Christian Valu, man. <laughs> uh, this is actually funny. Someone asked Narduzzi, they were like, So was the bye week like good, you know, to get some guys like healthy? He's like, oh, Wasn't as good as uh, as I wanted to. Uh, we, <laughs> we put on the shells and we played football this week, and some guys got more banked up. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, do, what are, do what you are just you like, doing? listen to like, uh, Narduzzi press conferences like all week, <laughs> dude. It's, it's tough not to, it's free entertainment. Like, you can't, it doesn't get better than having a microphone in his face. Like, it honestly doesn't. Like, it's he's 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 like a lost little puppy out there. I mean, I they're gonna have like at least four more losses, five more losses. Want to hear how delusional this guy is? Who, dude, oh, Narduzzi, he goes. He goes, yeah, that uh, I didn't watch like the Ravens Steelers game, but like I had it on like in my office when I came back, and defense wins games. It's like, dude, now now he's like, it's like, dude, the Steelers got one of the worst offenses in the league, yeah, because of, because of Matt Canada, who you happen to let in your building as a, <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, oh my, I saw the funniest uh TikTok on Matt Canada. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Was it it's, like a? It it was when Matt Canada was at LSU, and it was an LSU fan. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. It was on an the LSU. Round. Yeah, out of the. I know you're running it. They know you're running it. This is why we lost to Troy. This is why we <laughs> lost to Alabama. And now he's in the NFL, running the same offense, running the end around offense, the jet sweeps. Oh, that is it, too. Funny. It's so bad, dude. Yeah, but Deuce sees it. Steelers get. He's like, look. We don't need an offense. We just need an elite defense. It's like, oh, Narduzzi, this is why you'll never win anything as a head coach. Yeah, not to mention, like, the Ravens had, like, 15 drop touchdown passes. Yeah, they. I think the drop passes accumulated to, like, 150 yards and, like, three touchdowns or something like that. Yeah. Oh. All right. That's going to wrap up uh, week six recap. We're going to go through some, uh, just some stuff I wrote down. I don't know what you want to call it. They're not really headlines, but they're news bites, news articles. Yeah, yeah. Just topics, I guess. So I, so I sent you, so this came out on, when did I send you this? Friday or Saturday? I think Saturday. Uh, Friday. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, so this came out on Friday. Um, Everyone was wondering, like, well, everyone knew the reason why the Pac-12 disembolished was because they couldn't come to a deal with the network for for their TV deal. So yeah. that's when like teams started leaving. But no one knew how they couldn't like receive like a network deal. You know, they're the Power Five conference. Like, why yeah. couldn't they get a deal? So it came out that the Utah president who was like in the ear of whoever I don't know who was negotiating for the Pac-12 but somehow like the Utah president like got in the ear of someone came came out to a number that she thought I think it's a she 
I don't want to misgender anyone, but I believe it's a she. Let me let me check. This person <laughs> thought that each school was worth fifty million a year. How she came to this number, no one knows. But this was in the midst of negotiating with ESPN, one of the biggest networks in the world. And ESPN basically told him to kick rocks, damn, and come back with a counteroffer and basically cost the Pac-12 a TV deal because ESPN was negotiating with them and then they came out with this wild number of 50 mil a team. Yeah, I mean, how do they even make money on the Pac-12 network, dude? Well, this is... All right, so, like, how... Yeah, exactly. The Pac-12 is not, like, a a profitable... On, like, the TV side, they don't bring in numbers. All right, Mm -hmm. bring... All right, so what, say, like, the Dion, bring up, like, Dion's numbers on, like, his games, whatever. They don't bring in numbers. They play at 10, like, some of their games are, like, 10.30 at night, Eastern time. And the TV market is ran Eastern time, you know? Yeah. So, like, the profitability there for TV networks is just not there, Uh, but... Kind of stinks, too, because, like, this is a great year for them. Yeah, it's like, dude, do you think I want 18 teams in the Big Ten? Like, no. <laughs> like, do you think like do you think UCLA wants to travel to fucking Rutgers? Do you and, think like, the women's lacrosse team is gonna want to travel to UCLA to play a lacrosse game? They might. I don't know. They might, but I mean, it's just it's disappointing to see like this come out on why like disembolish because it just shows it didn't have to. If, yeah. Like, if people weren't like, if the greed of that Utah like president didn't like get in the ear and like funnel some like crazy number, it's like I'm pretty sure the deals that the Big Ten has, each school gets a hundred and. <clears throat> but that's different. We got yeah. so, that's different though. That's East Coast. Yeah. That's, and you got so many teams now. The most viewed game usually is always Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, on Fox at noon in the prime in the prime time slot. Yeah, talk. Speaking of that, Ohio State, Penn State confirmed at noon next week. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan State confirmed for seven thirty on NBC. Like, why? I don't understand. Money, because you know, even though CBS, NBC. They're involved. Fox gets first dibs because Fox is actually the one that has. So even though those networks are involved in the Big Ten now, Fox is still the main partner of the Big Ten. They get first pickings, and then it's a trickle down. I just don't get why you would want to put that game at noon. Like put it at like three thirty or something. They don't, have, they don't have a choice. There's probably MLB baseball going on at three thirty on Fox. Bro, our Fox has a game. Or wait, never mind. Hold on. What was the other schedule? Who? Shit, I forgot. Because they have a game this week at Fox at Iowa, Wisconsin. What? This week? That's the game on Fox? Uh, At 4 o'clock. The big noon game is... uh, I don't think it's... It's uh, Indiana-Michigan. I mean, it's just just ruins like an atmosphere. I feel like I mean, the atmosphere is still gonna be popping. Yeah, but like it's it just looks so much better at night. Yeah, it looks better, but it's it's Fox's like prime time slot. You get the bigger feel of a game at night. Yeah, you're not wrong. Besides Ohio State, Michigan, that always feels. Yeah, better. yeah. Well, that's just tradition, though. Yeah. Let's see, sir. I mean, Texas Houston's at four o'clock on Fox that week. Yeah, like put that at noon, bro. Yeah, put Texas and Houston at noon and Ohio State, uh, Penn State at four. That would be perfect. That's up. That's actually like a perfect time. Yeah, that's what it was uh, years ago on Halloween when JT. Don't talk about that game. JT Barrett turning into prime like Drew Brees out there. <laughs> Best game of his freaking career. Yeah. Yeah, where where was he was slinging that rock? Like we're talking about over linebackers. We're talking about deceiving. Oh man, that was that was great. 
but at least at least you don't have to be like you don't have to wait till like four o'clock for your day to be ruined. You know, your your day for your day to be ruined. Your your day can there's just be, no shot we lose this game. Your your day can just be ruined at noon. You know, my day could be over at one o'clock. <laughs> no, but honestly, I don't I don't see them losing this game. You ever hear of a guy named James Franklin? Yeah, he's gonna James Franklin. That's the only way they lose this game. Come on, bro. We let's are. Take, we all know. Let's take a. Let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at this. I mean, this article was written in 2022. Yeah. Um. Okay, two and twenty. There's no way we played that many. No, this is like going back to his days at uh Van oh. too. Oh, okay, okay. See, look. So he was already carrying an zero and five record, coming in against top ten. So he's two and fifteen. Yeah, and that 2016 one. Let's just put an asterisk on like the most lucky fit, most lucky blocked field goal of all time. The, Okay, but no. Dude, we all know we all know should have just took the delay of game. Like they brushed the field goal unit out there. I mean John Reed dropped a pick right before that, so you can call that lucky too. <laughs> I mean dropping dropping picks is all part of the game. <laughs> but that that happens every Saturday, you know? Yeah. Um so he's fifth yeah, two and fifteen. Who's the and, other one? Oh, Who's the other one he has? Wisconsin. Oh man! In that championship game, but now he has he has three now, right? Because at Utah last year in the yeah. Rose Bowl, yeah. I mean, it's tough. Like you play like two playoff teams every year. I mean, you want to take that next step. You you have to beat them, but. I don't know. This is their best chance to do it since uh, Saquon's team. I think next year's your guys' best chance. Well, I'm saying, like, up until this point, like, Ohio State's not as good as they usually are. What is that? What do you mean, what is that? It's a cat. (laughs) He, uh, He was crawling up, but, uh, I don't know. Next next week's gonna probably be like an hour debate on just like one game, and then get in. Oh, there's still in. so many good games too. Yeah, I know. So yeah, USC is gonna. What do we have this week? Oregon against Washington. Yeah, that's gonna be a banger. USC against Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Kind of like is like sucks now that you Notre Dame just lost. Yeah, but USC didn't look too hot. USC should have lost. Yeah, they should have. I mean, they. Sh- I don't know. Go for two. Yeah, I mean, if they don't miss like the extra point or whatever. What do you mean, USC? Oh, the the field yeah, goal. but but Arizona literally just missed a field goal before that. I know it was a sloppy game. I mean, we know what Caleb Williams is like. I'm interested to see what their defense can do against Notre Dame. Because <laughs> uh, you just, you only have to have timely stops. Like, you don't need to be actually Dude, they couldn't good. stop anything against Arizona. I know, but they're Arizona's ready to play running back, team. Arizona's running back was looking like prime, like, I don't ever know who, but he was running <laughs> all over them. I Eight. literally turned that game on, like, probably like three minutes left in the game, honestly. Dude, I watched from kick to I was expecting to have that game off at half. And then next thing you know, like Arizona's like balling on USC and it's like Lincoln, when are you gonna take defense seriously? Yeah. Never. Did Caleb play bad or something? No, he didn't have that many completions though. Yeah, because he's I think he only had twenty five times. Yeah, but Arizona was locking them down. Branch uh, didn't have a catch at all. I don't know if he played. 
Oh, he was hurt. That's right. It's just, uh, it's funny because you know that they're not going to be able to make a run. Who, USC? Yeah. I don't know. They're losing this weekend against Notre Dame. Esteban Esteme is going to have 200 yards. (laughs) Easy. Probably. But uh, I don't know. I just want him to be. uh, Caleb Williams is just so fun to watch. Yeah, he's fun to watch, but he doesn't have a defense behind him. (laughs) I don't know. It's only two and a half right now. On USC side? No. Notre Dame's minus two and a half? Yeah. <laughs> you think they would be underdogs at home? They just lost to Louisville by 13. No, USC just went to overtime with Arizona. They still have Caleb Williams. I don't know. I mean, I figured Notre Dame would be favored in that. I was hoping it was going to be like one and a half. On either side. I don't know. I'm definitely going to take USC just because I want them to win. I think uh, USC has Notre Dame's number in that. uh, Yeah, they kind of dogged them last year, didn't they? Yeah. Ever since the ever since the Bush the Bush push, you know. Yeah, Liner was four and zero against them. Yeah. Quinn Brady Quinn was zero and four. Classic Notre Dame, not showing up in big games. Yeah, ha- haven't haven't won a uh, New Year's Six Bowl ever. Um, <laughs> literally, they're winless in big games, like big bowl games. Big, yeah, they're winless. All right, uh, James Franklin taking a shot at Indiana? Question mark. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. How the hell do you get like? How do you, like, get offended by Indiana? So, I'm going to read this quote out. There's, This is James Franklin speaking. There's a team in this conference that's buying out a ton of game contracts to go in another direction. He had that you got to do whatever you possibly can to give yourself a chance to be undefeated. So, everyone assumed it was Michigan. Yeah. But it turns out he was talking about Indiana. Uh. I, I would love to hear the question that was asked. Yeah, no, I I was trying to find like a clip, and there's like no clip. Cause that like, how do you just bring that up? Yeah. Uh. But you know that the media spun it. It's whatever. Now it's yeah, on Michigan. Yeah. Now, now it's on Michigan's bulletin board, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Miami. Yeah, Mario Crystal Ball. Deciding not to knee it, <laughs> dude. Like literally, you you're you're walking to be like six and zero. All you gotta do is knee the ball. I know knee the that ball. really pisses me off too because that North Carolina Miami game this weekend will be so much bigger. Yeah, I know, and all that is should need it. I I should have just told him to knee it. No shit, you should have told him to knee it. Like, and it, the thing is, it ain't his first time. Yeah. Even if it was his first time, it wouldn't be acceptable. No. But this is his second time dating back to 2018 against Stanford. The Stanford one was like at least like Stanford would have had like 20 seconds or whatever. Still. But like Georgia Tech wouldn't have had any time if he just needed. (laughs) Bad, bad coaching. Um, Honestly, like. If his name wasn't Mario Cristobal, that get get out of town, you know. Uh, I know, yeah. Especially if you're a player in that locker room, you know how you you, you can lose a locker room like that by you just oh, cost yeah. you just cost them a game a game potentially the season. See, like that's supposed to be an easy win. Miami's back, you know the U's back, baby. In front of in front of a whopping like ten thousand people. I mean, by the time that play happened, there was probably two thousand people in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you and you pull that. You wonder why no one wants to come and see you guys play. Yeah, no. I mean, I I didn't see it till uh, like late that night. I don't know why. Yeah, I thought the game was like over. You type. I mean, they were twenty point favorites. It was kind of close, and then like 
I didn't even see it on a game break or anything. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, same. And it's like they're like protecting like field goal range. A guy's streaking down the field <laughs> wide open. It's like you're so worried about like you know like it's it's like that whole like sequence of events was just bad. Yeah, no, I don't I don't even know what to say about that. I would fire him right now. If this was in his like third year, he'd probably be gone. Oh yeah. But it's only his second year. Um talk about USC, Pac twelve. Oh yeah. This is my hot take. Pac twelve does not have a team in the playoff come December. No, come January. Is that yeah, January. Yeah, it's January. Yeah, come January. Thoughts? I mean, I don't think you're wrong, really. Because they're all going to beat each other. It's going to be tough for one team to only have one loss. Utah's going to end up fucking up this whole thing. Why? (laughs) They're going to take everyone out and they ain't getting in. (laughs) I doubt it. Look, they're they gonna stink, bro. Dude, once Cam Rising comes back, he's not gonna come back. I bet he comes back this weekend. Look, they're coming off a bye. You think he's gonna come back realistically? Yeah. If he doesn't come back this weekend, he's definitely coming back for the USC game. I don't know. I, I would just hold him out the rest of the year. For, like, he couldn't get a medical redshirt, right? Probably. I don't know. That's my hot take. Gambling recap. Sam moved to 22-11-3. He hit his Oklahoma plus 6.5. He pushed on Maryland plus 20. Uh, lost Washington State money line. Was, lost Kentucky plus 14.5 and won Kansas money line. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I also hit that teaser. Yep, yep. Lost, plus five hundred. Yep. His Kinda teaser save the day. His teaser was Mizzou plus ten and a half, Oklahoma plus eleven and a half, Maryland plus twenty five and a half, Washington State plus nine and a half, and the over in the Notre Dame Louisville game at forty seven and a half. Yeah, that, that it hit because of the like the last garbage touchdown that Notre Dame scored. <laughs> yeah, um, I moved to six and eight. I lost Washington State money line, uh, one Bama minus one, one Kansas money line. Our team card moves to zero and six on the year. Uh, I mean, we should just took a break, man. I mean, we just put it together like in two seconds. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to hit one of those. That can't, that can't go, that can't go. zero and twelve on. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, zero and twelve on the year. Yeah, oh, I honestly forgot. I'll be real with you guys. I forgot to put it in because I forgot we even had one. <laughs> you didn't miss much. I I forgot that we made it until today. Honestly, we made it in like. Two seconds. It was ill-advised. Washington State really didn't come through. Kentucky looked like dog shit. But yeah, what are you gonna do? But we have football on right right now, as we speak. Any score? Oh, uh, let's let's check it out here. Let's check it out. Louisiana Tech. Up six three against Middle Tennessee, uh, Jacksonville State versus Liberty is about to kick, and Coastal versus App State hasn't kicked yet. Oh, okay, what's your prediction <clears throat> for Coastal App? I mean, with how bad, like I haven't watched either team play except for App State, so I'm gonna take App State. Coastal yeah, got, seems to be struggling. Yeah, I got App State, um, and then I got Jacksonville State as touchdown dogs. Over Liberty. Like I said, I couldn't tell you anything about either of those teams. Yep. Um, got any closing remarks? Now we'll see you guys on a Thursday.
Yep, we got some exciting things in the plans. Uh, eventually, slow and steady. But yeah. make make sure to turn on those Spotify notifications. Um, and then we'll keep you updated on our plans. Thanks for listening to Ball Sticks and Fists. It's your favorite show without an intro.